Welcome back to Hospitality Queens. I'm Erin. <laughs> and I'm Whitney. What up, y'all? Whitney just had an amazing shot. What'd you have a shot of? <sighs> if you guys could see her face right now, you would die. It's epic. Oh, follow <laughs> us on YouTube to see. Mmm. <laughs> Mm. Okay, so that was Hornitos. That was Hornitos. Okay, I like. It's Hornitos. not bad. Not... Yeah, I feel like I like Hornitos in like a cocktail. Yeah, mm-hmm. that shot was brutal. <clears throat> that shot yeah, was I don't think I've shoot straight in a minute. So yeah, um, I took a shot of. I did some Tangeray gin some fresh lemon and some of that rosemary simple syrup I still have. I and still have some too. It was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sipping on some gin and juice today, you guys. I had one hell of a day and I deserved this juice. I love that. Whenever I hear sipping, it just makes me think of sipping on that scissor. That's why. <laughs> That's why, but I'm not going to sing it this time. Okay. Shout out to <laughs> Juicy the last time, but you know. I love Three Six Mafia, Juicy J. But yeah, I'll keep it in. But I I love that gin and juice. So actually, I want to try Wiz Khalifa's gin. Okay. It's called like McQueen. I was just watching this thing about Juicy J, like 10 things he can't live without. And that McQueen gin was on there. And I was like, ooh, this will be really good for me and Aaron to try. So we're going to try that. And another thing that I want us to try is wrap snacks. Have you ever had them? Mm Mm-mm. So no. <clears throat> I want us to scour our local hood neighborhood stores. Yeah, I know Walmart sells them. They do, but I feel like I don't think I've ever seen them in my Walmart. Um, I've seen them in mine. Not really? all of them. I'm gonna go find some wrap snacks. We could do that. Yeah, um I is would that love gin to everywhere? It might be, I don't know. It may be in like a total wine type of place. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So total wine. I'm gonna look it up because it's called like McQueen something. I love Wiz. That's my that's my celebrity crush. Yeah, she McQueen. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um. That's Bay. Okay, it's cute. It's cute little little something. Oh shit. <laughs> okay, let me find out. Uh, if you guys have tried it, give us some recipes if you like it, or uh, Hospitality Queens will come up with a recipe with that uh, McQueen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Queen in the Velvet Frog. Mm-hmm. I like the Velvet Frog twist. That's quite interesting. I like the word velvet. Mm-hmm. They got it at Total Wine. You got a Total Wine there? Hey, Wiz. Yep, sure do. Score. So we coming for you, Wiz. We coming for you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Oh, I still got to find that video. We were just talking about him. I got to find that video for you. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I remember what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of people that are awesome that we love, RIP to DMX. We was just jamming him before yes. this. Yes. R.I.P. Rest in heaven. Uh, super sad. It's so crazy because every time I think of DMX, I remember our Tampa days. And in our Tampa days, I was not like they when I moved to Tampa, they just played DMX so much. 
Right. So to say that is to say that Tampa showed DMX hella love. So like hella love on a whole other level. So that's why it's like, of course, DMX is DMX. Grew up listening to him. Like just flashbacks. You know, when you have an older sibling, you listen to the music they listen to. So Eve, Lil Cam, DMX, Rough Riders. It just brings back so much memories of like hearing the sound for the first time and all that. So is that, and then the piece of Tampa and TMX and Tampa. And I I thought about Aaron so much, but go ahead, Aaron. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, me and DMX, it was crazy. Cause I just was, I listened to him so much in Tampa and like, I would get annoyed because literally like, okay, prime example guys. One of me and Whitney's favorite clubs in Tampa, Florida was Piranha, okay? It was lit. Why? Because it had multiple floors, right? So if we didn't like one jam, we could just go to the next. We would literally floor hop. Me, her, and Corrales would go all the time. Um, and I remember, like, one night, like, I think DMX was on. I was like, oh, let's go to the next floor. You know, I'm trying to shake it fast or whatever. And we go to the next floor, and I feel like it was on again. I was like, wait, what? And then... <laughs> like go to the next floor a few minutes later it's on again and I was like wait what I'll never forget telling y'all like what is happening in Florida that they play his song so much but it was just mad love there mm-hmm. um loved him when I had went to Tampa I was just like okay I've never heard his songs so much ever ever so shout outs to Tampa if y'all didn't know and he was in a waffle no was it IHOP he was in IHOP I think one night um that we were there probably yeah um we was lit lit yeah out to dmx and all his people you guys we gotta yeah for sure our condolences like and i was just this past year well i'm so happy that we got the verses number one because that was one of my favorites yes one of my favorite verses and the whole rough riders documentary that they just had so um yeah he has an amazing amazing story so yeah. Yes. Rest in peace, DMX. But yeah, we were just listening to him um, before the show, and just now, I was so funny. I was trying to, trying to, you know, when you try to like sing a song to have someone, like, oh, I know that song, and I was trying to do that, y'all, and they were not understanding what song I was singing, and I was like, once we play, wow. you're gonna be like, oh, okay, and that's exactly what happened. It's funny. Literally. So. <laughs> We got it now, but it was hard, y'all. It was hard. I was like, wait, what? Wait, who? <laughs> um, but shout out, you guys, um, to that. <laughs> this so year funny. is changing on us. What'd you say? I said this year is changing on us. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so I found this story. It was interesting. So Walmart, you know, this has been a long time that McDonald's have been in Walmart, but they're closing, oh, uh-huh. they're closing them. Wow. A lot of them. Well, it was something that was already like in place to happen, but mm-hmm. Corona kind of sped up the process because mm-hmm. everyone's ordering online more or doing pickups. So they're not just casually walking around, getting hungry, going to McDonald's. So sales are going down. So we don't need them, but they're replacing them. They're doing tests to replace them with Domino's and Taco Bell. 
I know. McDonald's. I know because Taco Bell. I don't know. People really love Taco Bell though, but the pizza one, that one's a little because that's not fast. But I don't know. I don't know. I can sell by the slice or something. That might be more enticing. Yeah. If it's by the slice, I'm sure there'll be something like that to it. But I guess when you think about it before, when it was McDonald's, it was weird. When it was Subway, it was like weird, but they made it work. So yeah, I feel like people was messing with that uh, McDonald's in there. But you know what? The Domino's actually wouldn't be half bad. They could do by the slice or the whole because say, for instance, they want to order that pizza, go shop and come out and you got everything you're ready to go and you have pizza at home. That's a convenient little tip. Yeah. Now, Taco Bell, I ain't really feeling that. And so this is uh, Aaron PSA. Uh, I wasn't messing with the Taco Bell that much, you know, for a couple few years, whatever. Uh, but one day I had like had a Mexican pizza again, ooh, like three years ago. And I was Mexican like, dang, pizza. why I like the Mexican pizzas. So every blue moon, I would go get a Mexican pizza. Well, I haven't eaten there in a minute. And apparently Mexican pizza was one of the things they took off the menu. Oh, I know. And that was literally the only thing I would eat besides some cinnamon twist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if so they're good. stale or if there's something, right? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just don't I ever know what the cinnamon twist. Or you know when they like overcook the oil and it's like that flavor. It's like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Cinnamon twist was my ultimate jam which is yeah yeah needless to say um i never got to have my last mexican pizza which was so annoying the menu and then it's like i'll never look at taco bell the same because that's all like that's all i really went there for i feel you i actually found they have like a secret menu of like meatless options and stuff like that so yeah me and jonah ordered it one day not bad. Not bad. I mean, I didn't go back, but yeah, it was all right. Yeah. So they have stuff for like vegetarians and stuff like that. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I hate that it has to be a secret though. Yeah. But most of because... like the, like, you know, most of the healthy stuff or stuff that's like better is always a secret menu. There's actually another story that I found. And that actually kind of goes, well, not really, but today is National Grilled Cheese Day. Yes. And grilled cheese is my favorite. And I want to make my own, but the stuff that I need, the place that I need to get it from is closed today. So I'm going to do a reel with how I make my grilled cheeses. But I did go to a local place. I went there before. It's called Tattooed Moose and got a grilled Mm -hmm. cheese. And we took some really good pictures, but... That's already gone a long time ago. I got here early, so I already ate it like a long time ago. But um, super bomb. But I was actually gonna go to Five Guys because there's a story that I found about like secret menus at restaurants, and one of the places or one of the stories was talking about. Um, how Five Guys has a really bomb grilled cheese because all you have to do is order blah, 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 blah and get whatever toppings that you want on it. So I was like, okay, cool, I'll go there. Then I was like, you know what? I'd rather spend my money at like a local, local restaurant than going to like a Cheney restaurant. So I decided to go back to Tattooed Mm -hmm. News. So, yeah. There you go. That makes sense. 
yeah i understand that piece um you want to make sure that you know you spread the love but i i guess after kind of really thinking about that i guess they call it a secret menu because they only have so much of that particular thing and if they knew if everybody would know they would sell out quicker so it's more of a production best secret i guess right yeah so that makes sense that makes yeah. sense so this, the name of this article is from BuzzFeed. It's like fast food employees are sharing the best things on their menus that no one ever orders. So that was the name. Have you ever worked at fast food? Oh uh, yeah, Sonic. Oh yeah, Sonic. I've never worked at fast food. Um, not that I really like want to, but if I have to, I will. Cause I, I haven't. So I would love to see the behind the scenes of what goes yeah. down. But the number one thing was the Popeye's apple pie, but I feel like that's kind of common. Have you ever had a Popeye? Yeah. I don't like apple pie though. Mm. I feel like McDonald's apple pie is better, but maybe no one ever orders it at Popeye's. They probably just forget that it's there. So I get it. So Wendy's, the number three thing, you can order a side of melted cheese. Did you know that? Yeah. But I feel like they do have the melted cheese for their baked potatoes. They have that like liquidy cheese. So I can see how they can have that. Mm, I remember I used to bomb their baked potatoes. I remember like a bacon and cheese baked potato. Yeah. I used to kill that. I love their baked potatoes. So this is, you like Starbucks. So this one says it's an upgraded white mocha frappuccino. Is that something you would drink? Mm. No. Maybe, maybe like a one-off, like if somebody was buying it for me. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but what's the souped up, does it say? Yeah, it has the ingredients. It says it is, it just says, this is from the person. It says, as a three-year Starbucks barista, get a white mocha frappuccino with Java chips and a scoop, and a scoop of vanilla bean tastes just like an Oreo. Oh, okay. Mm, so, yeah interesting interesting yeah they had some other good stuff on here what else was it taco bell grilled steak soft taco fresco style it says it's only 150 calories and actually tastes like a real taco whatever that means this was kind of nasty mcdonald's a land a land air and sea a filet fish burger spicy mixed spicy chicken burger chicken nuggets land air and sea yeah. Ooh, this one. I don't ever eat at Chipotle. Did, did you know Chipotle had margaritas? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I but I think thought. it's like select ones, I thought. like so, oh. I don't know, but I do remember I've seen it here, but not at every one I go to. Hmm. Dang, I like a good secret menu. We have a In-N-Out burger here, and apparently they have a secret menu that's like some type of vegetarian uh thing and like some like fries with all this shit on top of it yeah when i went to in and out in san francisco i looked up the secret menu before i went to like decide my order and there's some shit about in and out on here too this one is a chicken and waffles breakfast at mcdonald's you would get the southern style chicken and ask for it on a mcgriddles bread instead of a biscuit because the mcgriddles bread has like that um, yeah syrup interesting yeah so it's like a whole list of shit 
Oh, this is good. The Arby's Jamocha Shake. I have had that before. It's delicious. Mm. The Jamocha Shake at Arby's. Yeah, that is really fucking good. Mmm. Yeah, so that's about it. They have they have a bunch of other stuff, but like some of the stuff is not in the area that we live in. So, but yeah, I haven't. When's the last time I ate at a fast food restaurant? I'm trying to think. I feel like fast food is like when you just kind of pig out. You don't give a fuck about what you're eating. I like the YouTube challenge where you like go. And you order with the person in front of you ordered. Have you seen those videos? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's a challenge. So say me and you went to Chick-fil-A. And when we get to the thing to order, we say we want to order exactly what the person in front of us ordered. So we don't know what it is. So they could order like $30 worth of shit, $2 worth of shit. We don't know. And we have to eat it. Nah. You've never seen that? It's pretty Mm-mm. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that being pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Just imagine if they were like that one person that just got like all these extra modifications. Yeah, shit that you don't like, extra pickle. Uh, no pickle. Someone doesn't <laughs> want a pickle, a salad. You know, um, were did you ever participate when like uh say for instance, um you pay for your food, but then you'd be like, Oh, I'll pay for the car behind me food. Mm-hmm. Hell I remember no. that went on for like, when was that? I don't even remember when, but everybody started doing that forever. And that was cool. Yeah, no, I love stuff like that, but no, I never did that. You didn't do it? No. Oh, yeah. I feel like I got it a couple times and I did it a couple times. I think I even did it in the grocery store one time too. Mm, bless your soul, girl. The person in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was pretty cool it was like you know could you imagine like I loved it because I remember when I went to like the counter like or like you know to pull up to get my food they're like oh yeah it's taken care of I'm like what no, like, oh. it's, it is an amazing feeling this girl that I follow on Instagram she said that she was at the nail salon and this girl was there and she was like asking she just overheard her asking a lot of questions about the price and she was a student and stuff like that so she paid for her services then like she That's said awesome. she was at a store in the next few days and someone paid for her food at the store so i mean that's pretty cool I if you have it to give then give yeah what? shaquille o'neal did that apparently recently where he mm-hmm. was a he was in the jewelry shop and i guess somebody was like trying to pay off the ring or like asking about money for to pay off a ring for his fiance. Um, and then Shaquille was like, oh, I got it. Like, and just paid the dude's wing off that he was getting for his girl. So, hey. and apparently he does that a lot. He just doesn't talk about it, but apparently it went out. Somebody said something about it and it got, you know, hit the internet. But he's like, I do that stuff all the time. Like, if I got it, I'm there. I mean, it's cool. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Shaquille. Um, That's funny. I heard that there is a story about um, Lil Boosie. He has like, what does he have? Some kind of condition. Or he needs like insulin. Really? Oh, diabetes. Diabetes. Sorry. Yeah, he has diabetes. And I think he went on live or posted that he needed some. He was like about to run out. And this lady drove like a long way to give him insulin for free. He tried to pay her. He said she would not take the money. 
she went to the gas station right around the corner from where he was at, bought a lottery ticket and won like a bunch of money. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love meant how to that be. worked out. Yeah. Divine yeah. purpose. Okay. That's pretty cool. Definitely guys give back if you can, but if you can't, I think giving time is just as great. Mm-hmm. Um, really value that. Like I used to feel bad by not being able to like serve and do for people a lot. Um, but I just definitely realized the importance of even just time and being present with those people. You know, if you're not able to give financially or vice versa or both, you know, mm-hmm. whatever for you. But if you're not able to like give them some people time, like just hang out with them, check on them. Yeah. Bring something that they need. It's a little thing. I love that. Time. time is like bomb to me. Like that's like, empty award award status right there okay be that for your girl okay <laughs> i love it um does that remind you of any co-workers that were like extra charitable or like that sweetheart um what was that one day <gasps> do you remember cc <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Oh shit, we didn't ask about CC. CC, I forgot. That's when I thought about nice. I thought of her because I'm telling you guys, like when I first started as a server, she taught me everything. <laughs> she helped CC, CC was, was a bitch. She was like, Oh, I do this, I do this, I do this. I mean, she ran that dining room. You couldn't tell CC nothing. Mm. she was not sweet like anything she could do to help like she was just she was dope we forgot to ask what (laughs) happened to cc we're recording the show right now where is cc we need the update yes so cc um and you guys cc was one of those people that we worked with at fridays as you guys know we used to work together at tj fridays in tampa um and reminiscing just on some great people we worked with i i would say the fridays in tampa was definitely one of the best restaurants i've ever worked at just from the family unity and the fact that like we could still be living our lives six years later go back and still feel like we never left is bomb yeah and i'm saying she's a bitch but i mean that in like the nicest way possible because if you know cc you know what i mean like She's the best, but she's a bitch too. Like she's, she's like. She'll let you know. She will let you know. You did what? You triple savvy what? Get these people order. Get them a water. Like, yes, ma'am. Yeah, Yeah, she was spicy as hell. But loved her family and all that. (laughs) Yep. Loved her family. So funny. Oriented. But Mm -hmm. I just remember her like, she would literally do anything very like, like team driven you know when it was time for her to go it's time for her to go but when she's there she's there like she is yeah she was the closer like she had all the best shifts the chefs that made the most money she closed every night Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm here to make my money and she would close Mm -hmm. you can go i got it yeah she'd want to run that whole dining room Mm -hmm. yeah she would not give a fuck she would not give a fuck or if anything you would be done, but you would stay to like help her run food while, yep. you know, when it got a, a pop, she was good. Then you would leave and well, pretty much leaving and just going outside and drinking. Cause 
that's pretty much what you do when you work in food and bed. When you get off, for the most part, you get a drink at the same bar that you just made all that money at and you drink. Yeah. But for a long time, that was my thing. I'm like, I'm not. When I first start working at a place, like, I don't ever sit at the bar or anything when I first start working there. It takes a minute, but when it starts, it's lit. That's when all the the fun the fun starts. But yeah, that's at the level we were on. We we're gonna sit outside on the patio, have a cocktail, have some food, and still, or we were not supposed to. If you had a cocktail, then you weren't supposed to like come back come in the back. But if need be. If right, if need be. be there. Um, speaking yeah. of coming through the back, I kind of have um, uh-huh. that happened or whatever. I'm coming through the back. Uh, yeah, through. going through the back. So I went to this place called the local over near downtown. What? Okay, we got an update on CC. all right jess says she's good (laughs) she fell at chipotle and has been in a big lawsuit battle with them for years she can't work anymore Mm. cc i'm sorry tito tito Tito. Tito. oh my goodness Tito. tito oh you guys mm. for cc not to be able to work mm. silence because that lady worked her ass off you guys like and i don't mean for fake i meant for real for real she worked so hard yeah. um, and just really ran so so chipotle i don't know what's going on but y'all food for life for some bitch better have my money free margaritas we were just talk, talking about them we were y'all just better talking about y'all pay CC CC your money <laughs> better pay up <laughs> we can vouch for cc we we are giving her a reference okay she would definitely do what it had to do to make sure she was good and she can't work nah. y'all y'all can't do cc like that she just wanted a burrito okay or a margarita. Whatever she wanted. Dang. Dang. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't Damn. expecting Damn. Damn. Let me take a sip of my gender juice for CC. Ooh, I know. Let's take a sip for CC. Cheers for CC. Cheers for CC. Wait, I'm going to send Jess that we're doing a cheers for CC. Yeah. <laughs> Jess, we just did a cheers for CC. <laughs> cheers for CC. Um, crazy. Oh, so at the local, right? There's this place. It's like attached to some apartment complex. And so I looked it up and um, it said that it was like close to my area. It was connected to some apartment. So I went and just thinking like, okay, I should be able to get it. It says like, and the GPS said it was only like, you know, 400 feet. So I was like, okay, cool. We have to start over. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. The local, the place I was just talking about how I had to go through the back. I'm about to tell you why I had to, why that resonated with me. Going through the back. So going through the back. The place that you're talking about is called the local. It's called the local though. I'll get to why it reminds me of that. 
the local okay, my bad. Like, the Tatchism apartment complex. In Tampa? Um, no, in Dallas. Oh, my bad. We're in Dallas, you guys. Dallas, okay. downtown Dallas. Um, yeah. and so when you're looking for this place, and then I finally call them. They don't answer. I call them back, like, hey, where are you guys? Can't find you. They're like, oh, go in the parking garage um, and park anywhere it's open parking. So I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, okay, and I'll find you in there. They're like, yeah. I was like, okay. So I parked in the parking garage and I parked. And then on the door said the local in like the. <sighs> local pub and girl on the door so I was like all right bet like I'm to the store so then when I walked to the door I kind of walked in a little bit and I'm like <laughs> is this the kit this is like the dish <laughs> you this is the the <laughs> this is <a> dish <laughs> and, and then I'm like I'm confused because when I asked this man he was like yeah you'll see it right there so if you're telling me if I'm in the garage I'm gonna see and all I see was the sign that says the local and there was no other areas to enter so then this man comes around the corner. I was like, like, I'm a confused. Like in my mind, I'm like, is this how I'm supposed to really enter? Like, what did I, I just yelped this year. Y'all know I love Yelp. So I was like, damn, what happened here? You know? So then he was, I was like, is this how I enter? He's like, no, you're in the kitchen. I was like, what? <laughs> how do I get to where I need to go? I don't know. I'm confused. I'm confused. And uh, so he was like, well, no, you're not supposed to. But I mean, if you're very careful, you can walk through. I was like, oh, I know all about the back of the house, baby. I can get through. You guys, I walked through dish pit, kitchen, bar, and then the pressure hot coming to the back. And I'm like, this probably looks very interesting. So then I go and sit. And I'm like, damn, like, I legit just walked through the kitchen. <laughs> in the dish pit. Like, what? That's and hilarious. so the whole time, like, you know, I finally get to the bar. Bartender, he's pretty cool, like a little tatted up, whatever. And um, I was like, well, I just kind of came to your kitchen. I'm just really confused. Where is the front door? <laughs> he's like, oh, it's there. And so I'm like, well, how would I get there? I'm just confused. Like, it was like, so how this place is located, it's kind of located off our trail. So we have, a, we have a trail here that has restaurants that you can like get off the trail and go right into. Cool, cool. It's kind of like that, but... When I called this place, they didn't say all that. Like all you had to say was how to get to the front door. You said the back. I went through. There was a there was dish person. The manager was back there. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> little little old black girl just coming to the back kitchen. <laughs> and I was with um, also somebody else. So I know they're probably like, what you know, what's happening here? Is this a stick up or what? But it was crazy, y'all. I, I was like, damn, I've never like I know. And I would, I had no drinks, by the way. I just want to be very clear. This is a very sober moment. But it was not clear where I was supposed to go. So then when we were leaving the spot, I walked out the front door and walked around the building to see. I was like, oh, I would never figure this out. You would have had to tell me it was here because it was like around a corner. You would have had to come out the garage, go around a, a corner all the way to the front. I would have never figured that out. Like, it's off in the cut. So... The shit is crazy. And if you're from Dallas, it's kind of, we have this big like billboard of Coors Light or like a little mountain thing that used to always been there. And so it's literally attached to that building, you guys. So it's called the local bar. It's actually a really dope bar, like mm. really nice big patio right off of our like main trail down there. I really love the, the area. It's like chill and it was like very empty which I love I know it's not good for business but it was a, like a midday I didn't really feel like being bothered it was like perfect for me nobody was there take me um, there 
I'm down for that girl. I loved it. The bartender was super dope. Um, and I'll show you what I got for food later on, but it was dope. Check it out. Just please do not, do not go through the garage. <laughs> the garage, come out the garage, hook a left, go all the way around the corner where it looks like you shouldn't go around. Just go all the way around and then through the door, you guys. And he was like, the, even the manager's like, do you want to wash some dishes? I'm like, ha, maybe another day. That's funny. Yeah, I went through the back. So that's what it reminded me of. So that's pretty funny. <laughs> at the local, at the lo- I felt like I was a real local. A local, yeah. They mean it. They mean it. Girl, you employee, I girl. I like, yeah, I told him, I was like, I'm gonna tell people about y'all. I can bartend though. I'll let the local. This <laughs> <laughs> went through the fucking back. I know, like I felt, and I, I didn't have a heel on. I had a baby heel on, and yeah, I had a baby heel on, and I was like, dang, like I'm like, I hope I don't slip and fall. Like I know how this is. Like I've been there, done that in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. On a slip and fall. Yeah, I fell in the kitchen before too. Girl, you know there was one place that I worked at that was like a little like different with the uniforms, and one of the requirements is you had to wear Chuck Taylors. Like it was a requirement. Mm-hmm. And like we went to the kitchen, not as much, but a little bit. But still, like even the dining room, y'all, like it was like slippery. Like Chuck Taylors, never a good idea unless you just got some tarp on the fucking floor. <laughs> um, <laughs> They're just they're slippery. They're just yeah. not pretty, you know. I used to wear chucks a lot at the um at the Irish bar, but yeah, they can be slippery. Yeah, it's like I don't mind wearing them. I just don't want to have to go to the kitchen like that. Like yeah. y'all, let me get a bus tub, drop my stuff down. Y'all bring that stuff down. Mm-hmm. In the kitchen or vans. I like wearing vans at work. Oh my god, I got the cutest vans for John. Hmm. Um, they're National Geographic. Vans. Yeah. Ooh, vans are so comfortable. Mm-hmm. I love them. Um, yeah, girl. Ooh, Chuck Taylor is a no. <laughs> girl. So, yeah. I didn't bust my ass in the back of the kitchen. But it kind of was like, you know, when you haven't worked in a restaurant in a while and then you go through, like, dang. Yeah, to see, like, the back of someone else's kitchen. Yeah. And honestly, I remember I used to have clout in some places, y'all. Like, I remember I might have to go through the kitchen in my days where I had clout, like, just to get in. I remember mm-hmm. trying to go through the, one of those really busy bars, and there was, like, this little back door area by the bathroom, and we'd be hitting everybody up, hey, give me to the bag, give me to the bag. Girl, get you that back. Get you that back. One get time, back. I went to Philly, and I, damn, I don't know why I didn't think about this when Rose was here, but I went to Philly. And I went by myself, but I found out about this thing called the Roots Picnic, which is, if you know the Roots, the band, they have like a festival, this one day festival every year in Philly. But I found out about this from one of these college kids that we had one of these events and we were just cool talking at the bar and maybe that's where he was from or whatever. So I actually went, but I went by myself because... um, none of my friends were into that kind of shit like into that music so I was like fuck it I'm gonna go by myself so um fuck oh so when we were talking about going to the back and being in the restaurant so 
I find this restaurant. I can't remember the name of it, but I went there in the daytime and the vibe was super cool. So I went back that night because it turned to a bar in the, in the day. It was like a sandwich shop. So they told me at night it was like a cool bar. So I come back at night and I end up sitting next to these two guys and I was being kind of a creep, but I was really like, (laughs) I was trying to find the locals because you know, when you're trying in a new city, like you're trying to find the green, like you're trying to just, you know, find the vibe, like whatever. Like I'm in Philly. It's my first time here. And I'm about to go to this concert the next day. So I really need to have the vibe for the whole day. Mm-hmm. So everything just works out how it should. So the bartender who was still there, who was there when I was there in the daytime, was there at night. So the two guys I'm sitting next to, they end up, I didn't know, but they worked at the the same bar they were at. So whatever, they were just, just like us having a drink after they got off. So the guy has like a, a pack of like black mouths or whatever. So whatever the, however, the way I do it, I finessed it that like a little note, like, you know, took me up, whatever, whatever. And he ends up being so cool. He takes me to, he hooks me up with someone to get the, um, like the cartilage, like the, to get a pin. And at this time, like weed pins were not a thing like that in Charleston. So he was super cool. Like him and the dude, like we smoke behind the, the restaurant. One of the dudes at the restaurant sells the little cartridges. So he takes me to Wawa to buy like the little blue pin to like give me the whole setup. He's like, all right, you need this, you need that. So we, he takes me to Wawa, we come back and I'm just chilling with them. Like the bar closes and I'm just chilling with them. Like how it would be if I was at my own bar, just there, it's closed, chilling, talking, whatever. They gave me what I need to get, and I'm on my way to my hotel room. It was amazing. Like, I love that. Fucking amazing. Like, no disrespect. The best experience ever. Right? Shout yeah. out to the service industry. Yeah. Yeah. You know how to be hospitable, okay? We're going to mm-hmm. get everything you need, okay? And I remember Rose, she was like, hit me up the whole trip. Like, are you okay? Da-da-da. It's like so rough. I'm like, I know Philly can be really rough but everywhere I went I had the best experience like brotherly love everyone took that's dope. great care of me so yeah I remember when you went there I mm-hmm. that's, yeah I feel like you were like snapping me a lot but I was so happy that Winnie Little Jit went to Philly by herself for this concert <laughs> she kept telling me how she's meeting all people I'm like get it girl and then the, it, it makes you be like dang COVID but the thing is I lost my phone on that trip and I'm so sad because there's so much good stuff that happened I was not saving shit to my cloud at that time so I lost everything that whole chunk of life is just gone and I'm so sad about it oh so sad damn 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 but I literally like had the phone I sat down on the ground and then I looked I just remember I looked, I saw chairs. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to get up and sit in the chairs. Left my phone on the ground. Mm. And it was at the end of the concert and people were sweeping, like cleanup crew. So they literally swept up my phone because I had my iPad, thank God. And I was doing the find my iPhone. And it was it was showing me it was in like a dumpster in like the a different arena in like New Jersey. So I'm like, oh yeah, this thing's in the trash. Yeah, I remember that. Mm. Ooh, good yeah. times. Yeah. 
But the cool thing is, though, that I lost my phone at the end of the concert. So it's pitch black. It's dark. Like anyone else would have freaked out. But I'm like, whatever. I just followed the crowd. Everyone was walking a, a certain way. I just followed the crowd. And I ended up, I'm so happy I did this because before the show, I got an Uber there pretty early. And when I got dropped down there, I'm like, damn, it's too early to go in. So I got another Uber. And it was so funny because the guy who I got for my second Uber, he was like the typical Philly dude, like super aggressive, the the accent, everything. He's trying to find me. And I'm trying to give him like directions and I'm not doing a good job. And he's getting like mad, like getting an attitude. I'm like, like already I'm like this nigga's about to be like, you know, I just already know. So I get in the car and I'm like, the first thing I said, I'm like, dude, you're aggressive. Like you need to relax. And it like, he wasn't expecting it. And that was like, from there it bonded us. Like he, during our ride, he was like, nah, get in the front seat. Like we were just vibing. Like he was like, nah, get in the front seat. He was like taking me all around Philly. Like he, we knew where I was going to go, but he was like, no, we're just going to go on a detour. He was showing me all this other stuff. I remember like a Rick Ross CD had just came out. At that time, we were listening to Rick Ross, like, Rick, it was a vibe. And he took me to the bar that I needed to go to. So I say that to say, because me and him were so cool, what I needed to get back, because I remembered him taking me around, I was able to find the same bar I went to, not the one from before, but the bar I went to when I had lunch at the day before, or that earlier that day, I just went back to that bar. Just go back to where you know. So that has right. Been- now proven to me to be good the first time. So the second time, as soon as I walk in, there's these two people that turn around and they're like, how was the concert? And I'm like, how the fuck do they know I was at a concert? This is weird. It was cool. I lost my phone though. So I ended up talking to these people. They end up being super cool. End up being cool with the bartender. We're drinking, whatever. The night's just going on. The couple ends up paying for my whole tab. The bartender helps me. I think he ends up paying for my Uber, helps me get an Uber back to my hotel. Like, back after back. It's a really amazing experience in Philly. So, shout out to Philly. I want to go. Shout out to Philly. I want to go. Who taking us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> me. Hospitality <laughs> Queens hits Philly. And I definitely want the food, though. Yeah, food was bomb. I can't even think of, but every place I ate was really good. But um, yeah, great time in Philly. That's awesome. I love that. It just, it's such a vibe when you can like connect with people differently. Um, Cause I feel like I go out by myself a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, especially before I went out a lot by myself, when I first moved here from Texas, I was out here. And I remember uh, I was talking to um, someone and they were like, yeah, you still meet all the spots. I'm like, dang, I know. Like I would go and find the people. Mm-hmm. Like, a drink I get to know somebody and just go and just have a good time Aaron's definitely I remember you're always a friend that's like I'm tired of like being the one that controls the vibe and like <laughs> everyone wants to wants me to plan the whole thing and whatever but there's just some people that are like that that just know where to go yeah yeah it used to irritate me um I kind of accept it a little bit more now but it used to irritate me just because it was like well, if you want me to like pick this stuff, can a girl get a warning? Like, I don't like to be on the spot on it like every time. Cause sometimes I'm like, no, 
I don't want to. Like, I don't want to pick a place. But if you say, hey, Aaron, can you think of a cool spot for us to do? This is the vibe. I feel like I'm re- more receptive of that versus like, I just have to be thrown in. So I remember yeah. like here, when I found all the spots, it's so crazy though, because the same people like that'll ask you for the spot be the same people sometimes they'd be looking at you like, dang, you out again, you out again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to stop posting on my Snapchat because people were just like, you out, you always on the streets. And I'm like, I can't Fuck them. Post, like, bitch. they're saying but that yes. because they're just mad that it's not them post, they were mad uh, but i i just stopped being the screens i just stopped posting because i'm like you know if we're gonna have all this riffraff like y'all don't even know anything i'm doing so now i'm extra private now you want to know where i'm at mm-hmm. um if you say people like it you i'm like oh where to go where to go and it's like people are still like that it's so crazy because sometimes you know you haven't seen someone for a while or connected with them and then you do and then you find out how they are like one was like, oh yeah, like where are we gonna go? And I'm like, dang, you know, like of course I'll find a spot that I want to go to since now I'm picking spots. Um, but then another person did that to me again. I'm like, dang, people just expect that. Maybe. Like, remember this dude told me he was like, yeah, I like that you just pick all the places. And I'm like, dang, like it's cool. I don't mind, but you know, sometimes a girl like you know you can lead to or whatever. You can do the same Yelp search as me. You know, I like a good four or five star. Yeah, I like when the guy picks. I mean, not every time, but take the lead or the initiative more. Not more, mm-hmm. but just just as much. Can it be equal? Yeah. Or just I, just think. If you can just think instead of asking, <laughs> like, well, what are you like? Or da, 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 just have, like, some places. Like, how about this? Or how about this? Right. Like, okay, yeah, I like that. Or I never, like, you know, come up with some options instead of saying, what do you like? Like, come to the table with something. Mm-hmm. Please. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that hasn't happened for me much. I think there was like one or two people that did do it. And I was like, oh my God, love your fucking soul for doing that. Mm -hmm. Shenanigans happened along the way. They no longer (laughs) made the team. Um, Because sometimes (laughs) you're asking too much. That's funny. Yeah. I know. So, speaking of shenanigans, if you have any restaurant shenanigans, email us. What's her email? H-E-Y-H-Q-S at gmail.com. So that's hey H-Q-S with Hospitality Queens abbreviated um, at gmail.com. Hey. Um, and if you've traveled anywhere and just maybe had like a good experience, girls trip, all the stuff that we used to do when we were just living all of our best lives, like we would love to know the stories. Um, we would love to know. I can't mm-hmm. wait to get to that point where... We can travel differently. I think it would be dope. Yeah. So again, we're going to be coming to Houston soon. So where's your favorite place to stay at when you're in Houston? One, mm-hmm. what hotel do you, like, do you like staying at? Your favorite food places that you like to go at when you're in Houston? What activities do you like to do? I see a lot of people go horseback riding. Do you Have you ever been horseback riding, Erin? I have not. I would love to do that. Really? I was. I went when I was little at like a summer camp. So that could be something we could do when we go there. I'm down for horseback riding. Horseback riding. We can go to Houston. So yeah, tell us what, what to do. What do we got to do yeah. when we go to Houston? Hospitality Queens hit Houston. Mm. We want to do activities. We want to live the full experience. I live close to Houston, but you guys wouldn't even believe I haven't been to Houston like that. And I always just hear the vibes different. So I am ready for the vibes, okay? Is your mom there right now as we speak? My mom is there right now, actually. Ooh, has she said anything? Uh, that the traffic is hellacious. 
Ooh, so we definitely need a driver. Well, obviously we're gonna have one. Or what do you think? Well, we're talking about this, but oh, you're gonna drive, so we'll have your car. But bitch, fuck, we need a driver, bitch. We're gonna be in traffic and shit. Uber. Ooh, I don't know. We gotta plan it out. So, how guys? Drop us some info. Should we stay like downtown? Is downtown popping, or is I heard of like midtown? Like, where do we need to stay that's still in a good vicinity to everything? That's what we need to know. Yeah, that's yeah. what we need to know. We need to know like what's in a good vicinity to everything. Because obviously, we have to drive some places. But if we can get close for most areas to walking distance during the day, bike. Y'all got the bikes. What y'all got? Like, let us. Yeah. Know. And that needs to be by all the single men as well. <laughs> the single men that are ready to commit. Ooh. Not trying to be in the streets anymore. She dropped the C word, y'all. Look at <laughs> <laughs> the C word, commit. That's crazy. <laughs> the C word. She dropped the C Dang. on She dropped the C on them. You better let them know it. Y'all about to, I mean, y'all... what are we doing if we're not doing that? Girl, they ain't doing nothing. Mm. But actually, I did hear that Houston men were like a different breed. So should be quite interesting to see. Apparently, they're like a lot more country boy mannerism versus like Dallas. You're going to get that city boy with them. City boy with them. City boy with them. Hey, that's what you get. Nah. <laughs> I feel like I need a country dude. Someone that's very yeah. like simple don't even have an Instagram or Facebook works with his hands somewhere don't even got time to be on the phone texting other bitches <laughs> like who has no thought it's just farm and me and Jonah. that's it that's it <laughs> where are you <laughs> Just someone who just hasn't been out his little town before. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna be new a podcast. You got a podcast? What is right. that? <laughs> That's On the podcast. internet, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not that she said, just on his farm, and then. <laughs> <laughs> the farm she said yes honey i need me a farmer (laughs) whoever got them cute cousins in the country yeah we gotta grow our own crops girl you know i'm plant-based right load of these veggies boo right so she a cheap date already she just gonna eat them greens shawty yeah cousins they gotta have all their teeth gotta be able to make their money Don't get beside yourself. <laughs> Gotta have the basics, but you know, a, a cousin is Whitney's tea. Okay. That's so funny. <laughs> Not the farm. We're gonna find her a good old country boy. <laughs> Cowboy boots. And um, he's gonna be ready to go. You know who Jay Prince is? Uh-uh. Shout out to Jay Prince. So Jay Prince's son actually discovered Drake. And he's like a uh, like a, a figure in 
hip hop. He's done a lot of stuff, rap a lot of records. So he has a book that's called The Art and Science of Respect. And if you have Apple Music, it's free. It's a really good book, Audible book. But um, yeah, they're from Houston. And Jay Prince is like the type of guy that I would want my husband to be. Like a real nigga. He's into everything, real estate. He has a farm. And okay, I'm about to yeah. do some research on um Yeah, he's a boss. Hey, he's a boss. I ain't never heard Whitney say that before, so I need to do something. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like on you know on shows like this, like you know, ne- think of like a Netflix show when it's like a guy and he's like a part of the mob or are part of like some like gangster activity. But he has this like public uh, image that he's clean cut and he's with the community and he's like, like kind of like ghost, kind of, kind of yeah. like that. So like, you, you know, you like a ghost, but nice. no, 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 I'm not saying that, but I'm, this is how I'm kind of like um, explaining like Jay Prince, the Houston nigga. So he's kind of okay. like that, like very clean cut. Um, persona whatever get back to the community yada 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 but people think on the other side he mm-hmm. cut throat he's in gang violence he's killing niggas like on tv like how ghost really was oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. but he's really not he's really not he really is the upstanding perfect nigga that you think he is but just his hearing his background and his story i get why people would think that he's like a nigga like ghost, but he's not. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah, it's kind of hot. Yeah. Oh, let me find out, y'all. Yeah, because yeah, this girl just said that's kind of hot. I haven't heard it that. Is. Yeah. Ooh. So that's okay. that's the kind of like Houston person that I'm thinking of. Someone who got a farm, who's into his farm and all that, <laughs> and me and Jonah, and like our family. But yeah, just saying. So if you know ah, anything about Jay Prince, Woo! yeah, I'm trying to be on the farm. Yeah, I'll um, plant. I'll plant some crops. Yeah, honestly though, I think, I think when you just kind of describe someone that's more like hands on and like into stuff, that by itself is just so hot because you get so many of these prissy men that want women to be all these extra submissive women when they're prissy ass ain't even doing shit and then they get upset when there's trouble in paradise but it's nothing hotter than this good old nice looking man doing it all literally like he ain't got to be uh, the best plumber in the united states but he can do the basics he willingly does it without bitching you know, can cook some food, can grow some food, can like literally be a yard nigga, but with all the bonus pieces. That right there is insanely amazing. All the men out there that want, you know, I was actually talking to somebody about how, um, what did he say? He said that um, he likes women with daddy, no, yeah, with daddy issues. (laughs) Well, what is that? I have never heard anyone ever say that. Like I've heard some crazy stuff, you guys. I have Did he never... expand on that? Like, what well, he was just saying, things? like that. I guess there are the most more sum, uh, submissive women. 
So he was saying that like, you know, he makes a lot of money and he would prefer his wife not to work. That's his ideal. But if she want to work, I'm okay with that. But just try to own your business or something that you can pave the way for yourself if I'm out here holding it down in the corporate world, you know, like build some, you know, internal wealth or a business for the family if you're going to work. And so he was like, well, you know, it's okay if they don't like his, I guess he's, he's in one of those fraternities or whatever. So you know, I guess naturally they're like with the sororities and fraternities and all that, whatever. It's like its own little click vibe. I'm iffy about fraternity niggas, but go ahead. I'm always iffy. And it's usually, yeah, we'll get to that. That's a whole nother subject. But um, anyway, so he was saying like, I guess that women that with daddy issues are more submissive. And I just kind of took it as he considers us not even submissive, but almost a little weak because we lack that male figure that would probably see you for what you are and kind of cut your throat a little bit possibly and but what I, guy is this who is this man who is this? he was a friend of one of the people that i was hanging out with um he was one of his friends but they were like brothers uh what fraternity don't get me the line yeah yeah i wasn't really paying attention because okay long story short how he ended up really sparking this this conversation that really went left, and that's just only the tipping of the iceberg of how this conversation went. That's mm. maybe they might get an offline conversation on that or some bonus content mm. <laughs> because the conversation got so deep. But um, fuck, where was I going with that? Sorry, I started thinking about it. Um, I don't know, but the way he was describing himself in the young me's eyes he would have been all my speed just as far as what he has to offer how he likes to live his lifestyle right for a young girl it sounds appealing mm-hmm. for a g like myself i'm like man you know whatevs you know it is what it is but quite interesting i have to tell you yeah i feel like maybe we might need to do a q a on this bonus story so if you guys want to know more hit us up in the dm because this conversation went Women would want to know he was an older man, right? Um, not too salt and pepperish, but enough. But okay. still really good. Still, I mean, he looked good for his age. I was impressed. And tall and milky or whatever. Yeah, he was a milky one. So but the conversation was very interesting of just his opinions. I feel like it's always interesting to hear Mel's perspective on women being submissive and maybe more dominant in the household. Mm-hmm. And then you know, goes into like men that don't use their hands as much, right? I feel like more women would maybe even submit more if we felt that security elsewhere. But now we'll be single for forever because y'all be out here doing lollygagging, looking for the woman to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So then she becomes this strong, independent woman and she no longer wants to be submissive because she's been taking care of herself for so long. Mm. Yeah. So that'd be the one. That'd be the one. Remember when, well, when we were in Tampa, it was like, Corral's, Corral's fiance was like, do you need help or do you And it's like, no, I got it. I got it. And I'm like, I'm so used to like doing it myself. Like, do you need help getting the bags out the car? I'm like, nigga, I put the bags in the car. So no, I don't mean, you know, I'm like, I don't really need help because yeah. like I did the shit. But it's like, you have to get used to letting a man be a man. Like if he says, yeah. let me do it, just let him do it, girl. Like take, yeah, let him do it. Sit down and take a breather. Yeah. Like, but you know, honestly, not all men are like that. They should be, but no, all men are like that. But 
girl, I take a seat, y'all. Okay. I almost like now I just like, well, can you do this? Like I felt I was <laughs> comfortable with just asking more because I have been so independent. Now it's like, hey, <clears throat> I believe if you don't ask, you don't receive. So I'd be trying to receive y'all. Yeah. <laughs> we were in I received. I received this message. <laughs> I approve this message. That's too funny. Damn, CC. He's still thinking about CC. Dang, because I was thinking about coworkers again. I'm like, dang, CC. Um, that sucks. Oh, about the coworkers. Um, I'm trying to think of like a a coworker. I've had so many like crazy coworkers over the years. I don't know. One that stands out. I worked at this lake place. Um, I think I told you about it. Like I worked at this lake or whatever. And <laughs> there was an interesting coworker. He was a redhead guy. I loved him. He was just like real hippie like. And um, like he would be one of those people like... <laughs> You never know what you're going to get. So one day I was, I was not at, at work this time, but I felt like it cringed my soul when I heard the story. So apparently it's on one of those busy weekend days. I don't know. I think I had some type of event or something. So I missed a day, but it was super, super busy. And as I told you guys, it'd be waits for the food, like hour, like it's a crazy busy place on the lake. Well, this dude apparently has a seizure in the middle of the dining room, drops all the plates and everything on this busy night, has a seizure in the middle of the, the restaurant. And so me, since I have a son that's epileptic, I was like, oh, what did y'all guys do? Like, how did you guys, what did y'all do? And they were like, oh, nothing. we just let him stay there. But I'm like, oh my God. How one time that I'm not there, like, I'm not there for that. It would have been like natural knee-jerk reaction. But apparently he got up from his seizure and went right back at it. He was foaming at the mouth and everything apparently. But then he got up when he got out of the seizure, he got up and was good, but they made him go home. But everybody in the restaurant talked about it. And I remember when I had came back that following week, like our bar regulars was talking about, did you hear, did you hear, did you hear? Cause I wasn't there mm-hmm. in the middle of the, the dining room. And it made me think about like, in my long years of hospitality, I have not had that type of medical emergency before at a bar. Have you? Mm-hmm. Actually mm-hmm. working at Fridays in Mount Pleasant, these two guys sitting at the bar. And I think they may have worked at a, a bar around the area. We had a lot of um, regulars who worked at other bars around us that would come in. And um, they were like, kind of like fun, like goofing around kind of guys. And so when the guy was starting having the seizure, I thought he was playing around because they were kind of like lively and like fun. So it took me a second to like really understand that it was serious and he actually was having a seizure. But it was very scary, but I think there ended up being someone there who like was able to give him like immediate help with like a straw or something. I don't remember. It's kind of foggy, but someone was able to like help him immediately. But yeah, it's scary. So when I, you know, sitting at your bar, you just pour them a drink and then boom, they, they start having a seizure. It's very scary. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, power to the people. And I feel like people don't even realize, like I'm still learning what epilepsy is like. Um, Cause literally there's like the smallest triggers 
over someone's brain. And even in a bar setting, you would think it'd be fine, but sometimes it's the lights. Mm-hmm. And my Caesar test, they do a light just to see if the light affects anything. So you just never know. Yeah. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. I remember we had to call like the cops and, you know, PD, like from just like drunken people, but I didn't have anything super crazy. Mm. So I remember this girl at that same Friday's. Her name was Kayla. And um, so working at this Friday's, you know, you're the new person. You don't know anybody, but it's this town I grew up in. So I'm like, you know, there's, I'm bound to know someone, but I didn't know anyone, whatever. So I'm working there for a little bit. And then there's like this guy that's a, a new face, but it's a familiar face. Me and him went to high school together. So I think he had worked at Friday's before. He took a break and then he came back. So I was like, cool, whatever. So because we had went to high school together, we kind of already had that like cool, like, you know, I don't know anyone there. So I'm like, you know, you already are going to gravitate to that person because it's like, you're my dude from high school. Like, I know you, whatever. So we were just cool. Like, again, just cool on that sense of like, I know you from high school. So we would like text here and there, whatever, like, super what is it called platonic like friend 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 so one day i'll never forget i think i was either going to taco bell if you are from in from charleston you know in west ashley the taco bell that's by um cookout and mcdonald's by the mall so i think i was at taco bell can't remember but i was in one of those on one of those drive-thrus either taco bell or, or um cookout and she calls me this girl Kayla and I'm thinking and Kayla was a bartender as well during that time so we we're both working behind the bar so I'm thinking that she is calling me about a shift or something to like switch a shift whatever she has like major attitude like so so what's up with you and I'll say his name is fuck I already said her name What's up with you and Carl? <laughs> I'm like, I already said her name, whatever. I don't give a fuck. What's up with you and Carl? And I'm like, um, and it took me a second. I'm like, what's up with you and Carl? Like, what are you talking about? Like, who the fuck is Carl? Like, I'm like so confused. I'm thinking it's gonna be about work. She starts going off because me and Carl are texting each other. I'm like, how the fuck do you even know that? Like, he's on my phone bill, like yada yada yada. So apparently her and Carl used to talk. We'll still, we're still talking, fucking whatever. I don't know. And he was on her phone bill. So she was looking at his call records and like, you know, his usage to see who he was calling or texting and coming out, going text calls, whatever. And my number was showing up. So she thought that she could call me and confront me. She thought. So that was an interesting coworker, and I remember before that she really didn't care for me, and I didn't know why. But mm-hmm. that was why. That was why over yeah, still her man over a guy who I was not trying to steal at all, who I would never, <laughs> ever, 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 ever. And I love when she like that happens. I'm like, girl, this dude. I'm not confrontational. So you're mad about this nigga, like who's on your phone, like. All this stuff that you're saying doesn't even equal up to why you would even be mad. But okay, girl, like be mad. But there's not, but 
people like that is like you can tell them that nothing is going on but they're going to believe what they think anyway so if you want to be mad and believe them i'm messing with your boo go ahead girl eating and weep so i feel like that makes me fuels me even more to like be even more tummy tummy with him because i know that it's gonna fucking make her fucking blood boil so i did do that for a while and um yeah now me and her work at the same place again (laughs) (laughs) and we're much cooler she's actually like once we got over that hump of like her realizing realizing that i'm not fucking with this nigga like I don't want your man. We actually ended up being cool. So yeah, she's actually pretty cool. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, we started That's off very rocky. We started off pretty rocky. That's funny. I don't think I've ever been confronted about a dude. Mm-hmm. In the service industry. That's epic. I love that though. Ooh, <laughs> can you imagine working with somebody that you had a moment with? I remember just having moments with just catching attitudes with people like run my food and be bad all day mm-hmm. um, I remember someone's man hit me up I think that was like the first real encounter I really understood differently because I probably was a little feisty back in the days um but there was this dude that I used to date like I don't know, elementary, no, not elementary like I don't know like I met him when I was like in middle school it was a very like non-real relationship like we're in middle school we just kind of like think we're boyfriend and girlfriend but we're not like we don't hang out Mm -hmm. we're just like a title mine mine was kyle it was over the phone like we didn't go to the same school but like my best friend was talking to his his best friend and then you know when you used to talk on the phone and like three-way and all that so like we got introduced Mm -hmm. to that so yeah sorry yeah girl first conversation Phone conversations were like the bomb back in then. middle school. Yes, you would bond over those phone conversations. You would phone really calls. be like in a whole relationship for real with over them phone conversations. I'm trying to over have those a, phone conversations. I'm trying to have a love like that. My next, I know. Like, I want to talk on the phone and be BFFs. No lie, dude. You know, I almost had a love like that in my adult life. Mm. It was an almost, and the reason I say an almost because obviously shit be changing. So should it change? But it was like that. Like I remember we used to fall asleep on the phone. Mm, no, you fall. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. Yeah, and then end up falling asleep on the phone. Wake up with the phone. Like every day was like it was the uh, like communication, especially the beginning before relationship that it was. But you know, of course, things change, and you know the true colors come out. But it was bomb. I was like, dang. And you know what? You know what I started doing. So. I don't know if you ladies have done that if you're in your single transitioning moments, transition, uh, is that I find something I like in all my past situations. I find one thing that I like and one thing that from that I would take from that one thing and maybe incorporate in something of my future. Okay. So literally taking down like one thing I like out of everybody, right? Instead of just giving them that extra, uh-uh, you know, give them fine, one thing, one thing, don't, don't do that to them. One thing you like, just one, I mean, it could be anything anything and I took that and I was like you know this is what I'm looking for so I added that to like my dear husband like one thing that I enjoyed from all these people that I was like you know dating and stuff what did I enjoy not everybody from the dating pool got it but the ones that actually made it a significant part of my life have Mm. you had a significant connection I found one thing that I enjoyed about you and I put that towards something I would like to see in the future because just because you have a bad relationship 
whatever you still learn one thing experience one thing that you really enjoyed and so from this person that I talked to a lot it was like conversations like we used to go and do trails and stuff like seven mile trails you guys seven miles but we were talking the whole time not like amazing times of just like talking and talking and then I'm like I like that I like that it was like a more different type of it was different type of connection not some I like that we like to you know cut a row on a dance flow some I like this some I like that so it don't just be all it be whatever I want it to be I like that okay talking on trails girl I'm trying to experience that it was the best. And you know, the troll idea was mine because I was like, after dealing with the person I had dealt with before then, I'm like, I've went out enough. Like I just, do whatever I got to do to not be drinking and getting fat. Or so, you know what I like? Like riding around the city, listening to music or talking. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. I don't like to be in the car. Yeah, I want to ride around the city. And you may have like a yeah. gun or you she may not, really- may or may not have a gun. I feel like I just like a little thug. <laughs> but I wanted to ride around in like an old school car. Windows I'm not, down. I'm not. Did you watch the Wendy documentary? Wendy, Wendy Williams? Wendy Williams. No. <laughs> I don't really fuck with her. But when you said riding around the car, it just reminded me of that a little bit. Of her? (laughs) Ew, I don't want to be be nothing like her. Because she, like, she she wanted that type of person when she was looking for someone, and she just kept talking about, you know, how that, like, extra thug in it had, like, you know, it did something for her. I'm thinking about, like, ATL. Not like of him. Not like of them. Or, like, like, legit nipsey and um lauren london (laughs) not anything like don't look at them like aesthetically i'm just going not aesthetically i'm just i don't like her i don't like her (laughs) oh my god i can't with you right now (laughs) so wouldn't you want to ride around the city y'all she want a farmer that ride around the city and take long walks and have a bike and a gazebo and a hammock and um, I love a good <laughs> hammock. That would be nice. <laughs> and just sit by the fire, sit by the lake, and chill. That's with me. No lake. Mm, you can go to the beach. We're beachy here. We don't be having a lake. I mean, we have lakes, but well, you if you want some if you some water. Boy, you gonna get? I will get a lake, some water. Yeah, some some, yeah, some water. Would, yeah, they ain't no water. beaches here. We water is fine. All right, country cowboy. We all the country cowboys in the Dallas or Houston or Houston or Austin, wherever you are, country cowboys. Please hit us up in the DMs or in our email. Have and- you? dated at Pisces before yes several are they good I heard Pisces is where it's at um I would say definitely very more compatible to me um 
I don't know. Um, I would say yes. They mm-hmm. are do have their tweaks of privacy, sneaky shit. But I think if you get you a good one, you can out. Like those have been the most connection and for a full on vibe. Mm-hmm. Like a full vibe from start to finish. Mm. Yeah. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Shout out to all the Pisces. Hit us up in the DM. <laughs> if you're a Houston uh, But you Pisces know, Pisces, or... Scorpio, and Cancer are all under the same. What is it? Air? Fire? I don't know, y'all. Don't quote me. Um, but they're all under there together. So I honestly feel like my vibe with all of them are great. Mm, I thought, isn't Pisces like a water sign? Is it water? What is it, y'all? I don't know. Let me look real quick. I thought it was fire. Maybe not. What's fire? <laughs> um, but yeah, Scorpios, they is true what they say. Yeah, it's a water sign. Oh, yeah, water. Okay, so water. Mm, Rihanna's a Pisces. Hey, boo. Hey. Hey. I love her. Um, but yeah, I like Pisces. Um, They're emotional. It makes me think of that song. There's a um, song by Kehlani. She says, swimming with the Pisces every night. They but, um, YG is emotional. a Pisces. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My longest, no, no, two of the longer relationships that I had were both Pisces. Yeah, that's when I had a reading. She was like, Pisces is it for you? But she was like, Pisces are like long, long term relationships. Long term, like they don't go anywhere. And like if they do go, they come back. Mm. They come back. Interesting. I'm never one to go back to anything. I don't like going back. And see, but they have like a very interesting way to come back. There was like this, who I consider him like my high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally like, you know, after high school, like he was older than me. So he went to college first and we ended up like spitting up whatever about my son's father. Um, but then when I was an adult, he kept finding me and we just kept our connection and like conversation going. And he was the best. Like he was the one that took me in my surgery a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. He, like out of nowhere I've never really asked him for anything because we don't talk like on that level really but I was like hey I got this surgery like I need someone to take me came you guys was there checked on me like and I like you know just like one of those beginning like or just like that mutual love you know um and then he kind of fell off the hook again somewhere and I was like oh I think of him though I think of like damn he was just so cool all the time mm. and from high school like how many people can you say from high school will be there for you in an E? I'm just saying. I am just saying, okay? And there was no funny business in between. It was just pure, like, hey, I fucks with you. And peer, peer. Peer love. Shout out, shout out to D. Okay, D. Throw some D's on that bitch. Throw some D's on that bitch. Hey. Just thought I got out of that. That was actually my shit. They see my shit. <laughs> yeah. We got I got to to after the show, it's after party. I need another drink. Or do I? But this concoction, I can't wait till Dash tells me the ingredients, but it tastes like Kool-Aid, like spicy Kool-Aid. 
Mm, or maybe so that's not a good um something cool spice nah that's not a good drink name Mm-mm. spice okay. aid <laughs> let's just call him tito 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 tito, tito, tito. so um, why we keep saying that is because our bestie Corrales be teaching us um, some different languages. And so that's one of the things we learned. In Spanish, it's D-I-T-O, right? Dito? Yeah. With Dito. So if you know, you know. If you know, you know. So. Dito, Dito. That's what it's going to be called? Dito, Dito. Dito, Dito. Dito, Dito. 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 That was, you know, we had to bring that Dito out when we were talking about CC. so. Yeah think about cc have a cocktail anybody else from fridays that we did not mention um greg shout outs to greg greg was uh, another bartender he was awesome i loved him so much fun the stories that they told about that like about his <laughs> memory of us and it's so funny Jess was like y'all corrupted whitney and it's like aaron's like actually whitney corrupted me it's the other way around it's so funny that people y'all. that you corrupted me and I'm like, I corrupted Aaron. Or- I know. And that's so crazy because like little old me, you guys, little old me, they think I'm corrupting people. Mm-hmm. They were like, you corrupted her. I'm like, damn, did I know? Because I feel like I didn't even do anything. I started hanging out with my other friends. I had taken on extra vices, like and everything. So I thought they corrupted me, you know, but... Apparently, I corrupted Whitney, and we had an amazing time um, doing some shenanigans while drinking. And I actually, those are some good times. Me and Whitney legit would just be like going with the flow, going with our flow, doing whatever. Like, oh, we're gonna have a drink here. We're gonna go here. Like, how did that even happen? We just decided, I guess, one day we're gonna meet up, and then we're like, I guess we'll just do this again next week. And that's went. I really don't know. I really don't know how the fuck it started. Just from that one time, I don't know why we decided to go out. We were together for a minute and we we're like, we're going to go out. And just from that time, my, oh, you remember my neighbor? So I lived for the, so the first apartment, I'll go down memory lane. So the first apartment I lived in was the apartment name was Five West. They were brand new, really nice apartments, had elevator, like really nice. And I had a roommate. And my spot was like the spot that we'd meet at before we go out because I think Corrales lived with her mom, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I was the only one that lived like by themselves. I think that at that time. So my spot was the, was the meetup pregame spot. And I had a neighbor. He literally lived right across the, st- the door, like open our door and it's him. So we met him, me and my roommate met him like moving in, you know, whatever you see him across the street across the way so he was super cool I don't know what his name was but it's a black guy super cool like super super fucking cool respectful and he, we would just I would tell him like hey me and my friends are going out and we would like okay come over so we'd come over to his house before we'd go out we'd pregame at my house knock on his door then we'd go over to his house he'd hang out he'd take pictures for us we'd have all the shots of cocktails smoke like everything was a vibe and his house was like an ultimate bastard pad like super nice he was older he was Mm -hmm. older and his house was a vibe 
And then from there, we would go out. And he was the best. He really I was. I do remember that. That's crazy. I actually forgot about that. Mm-hmm. He would pregame with him. And it was like he like welcomed us with open arms. He already knew he was coming. He got the alcohol. Like once he knew we was turning up weekend, he was like, hey, y'all come over. And you'd be like, oh, come over. we meet at Whitney's house. And you'd be like, are right, we going to go to whatever <laughs> same's houses? Oh, I wish we remembered your name. I know. Um, but you was a whole vibe. It was so much fun. Yeah. Then we'd go out. Oh, we had a good time. Do you remember? So Corrales, all of her boyfriends, not all, but like she, she has like a type. So how I say that now I want a chauffeur. Corrales has been bagging the chauffeurs for a minute. Like her boyfriends used to be picking us up, dropping us off to the club. Like that's normal. So he would pick us up from my house drop us mm-hmm. off to the club and when we were mm-hmm. ready he would be there to pick us up it was like uber before yep. it was free and then after we got yep. and after he would pick us up he would take us to go get something to eat yeah yeah we really had vip service we really but did you know what when i think about tampa that was probably the most time that you could probably get out of driving because somebody if it wasn't like you know boyfriend like somebody's friend homeboy like somebody will be like hey i got you mm-hmm. and you in yeah, that, people really used to be dr- picking us up and dropping us off just on the strength. <laughs> like, I would put them like, bitch, no. I don't know why, but that's something that Corrales introduced to us because I never asked anyone to drive me or pick me up anywhere. But she was like, oh, no, my mom's going to take us. Or, oh, no, someone. I'm like, okay, I guess. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm that, riding. That. I remember yeah. 157 to Club Sky. And me and Whitney were so happy because I feel like maybe we were pre-gaming at your house. So we have to go back though. So 157 is one of Aaron's friends. And we we always have a nickname for guys. We never call them their actual name. If we're involved in any kind of way, we keep it discreet as fuck. So they got a nickname. So tell us, tell the people why we nicknamed him 157. Okay. So 156, 157's nickname is 157 because one day, um, he had spent the night in my house and um, his phone was going off all night. So like woke up like, what? Like, why is your phone going off? And then I looked at the phone, you guys, he had 157 missed calls, like 157. And, and my- Aaron was telling me, like, I think maybe this is maybe one of the first times or one of the first times you hung out with him. So you're telling me the yeah. story about how you hung out with him, mm-hmm. whatever you're just telling me about the whole night. Mm-hmm. you tell me about that and I was like 157 I was like that's his nickname 157 because stuck, you guys yeah it's- and then that's what that's what his name is now 157. that's what his name is because so funny because he actually was kind of like one of my regulars and we used to like he used to come out every night I'm working like on the dot text him I came working and we used to hang out all the time we went out drinks whatever then we just started like doing beach days so he became someone super super close to me so like his first time, like, okay, we're drunk. Like we're, you know, whatever at the house. This nigga had 157 is called. I remember when I told him about how we nicknamed him. Cause I ended up telling him that he, that was his nickname. Oh, really? His nickname. Yeah. He thought it was hilarious because his phone do run it off the hook. Just know he's very important. <laughs> okay. Um, that's all I can say on the 157 missed calls, but that's the thing. And his phone is so crazy. Cause still like I see him sometimes. And his phone will still be ringing off the hook. I'm like, bruh, does your phone ever stop? 157. Mm-hmm. But 
seven was like the best like people ever. Like I've never had like a guy friend that I I just fuck with on a like a like a he was my match because he's a Virgo like myself. So when we like what we like, like we just do it. Like we had the most fun beach days, travels, going out. Like he took me and with me out. And I don't even know why we went out that day. I don't even know what happened. I guess he just said we want to go out. We like cool. We want to go out. Cool. Mm-hmm. He up. Um we look and fly whatever we went to this club called Club Sky. It was real ratchet. I don't even know if that was our first spot. I can't really remember. It's a foggy night. But I do know we ended up there at the end and we were just sitting in the car cracking up after the club. Like we left the club and we were just in the car dying, y'all. Like had the best laughs and vibes. We ended up going to eat after there. I think we went to like Salem's or something. Probably. I remember before we had the best um, liquor store drive through experience. Mm-hmm. the cups the ice like the everything the mixers all at the drive through liquor store didn't have to get out of the car it was amazing that's true. and that's- it's just nothing like that that's what I was thinking about like just the thug riding you around yeah he the was that, thug life that rode thug around life. the best thug life of your life like it was amazing right we mean like he took care of it like we didn't have to ask for shit we we need a drink he already knew we need to drink before we need to drink Y'all drink low, y'all need a drink. Like he was on, okay? We was having other fun activities. He was on. Like he was the like on, on, pick up, drop off food. Like shout out to D. Cause I tell you like anytime I do see him or hang out with him, he just, he's just like that clockwork. It's like, yeah. he knows what he likes and he treats you just the same. But that's a thug nigga right there. He a thug with the thugs. But the best, the best, so... If she said that farmer was a thug, y'all, I'm about to have to check his uh, resume because I'm intrigued. Oh, Jay Prince? Huh? Jay Prince? Yeah, I got to yeah. find it out, y'all. Jay now, Prince is a real one. Lie. You guys, I was like, wait, wait, wait. I remember one time, it was so funny. I was having like a moment, y'all, but I was like, dang, I'm going to go, I'm, gonna, I'm on a thug nigga hunt is what I had said. And I know it's really funny, but um, I think <laughs> I was like fairly still new here. And like, I kept dating all these corporate guys and I was like, you know, that's not as fun, you know, mm-hmm. so, like, like just in my mind, you know, it's been crazy. And um, I tried it for a minute and I had found this one little cutie, but it didn't, you know, it didn't really work out. So that gave up my thug. How do you find a thug nigga? What was your hunt process? Uh, my hunt process was all the righteous spots. Like I was in the mm-hmm. righteous spots, making sure I was looking ready. Okay. Uh, Cause I know how to pull me, you know, pull me a thing too, <laughs> but um. But actually, I had met this dude in the parking lot. He was cute. I was like, all right, thug. He had like parking little, lot pimping. Girl, he had a little Porsche. I was like, I'm intrigued. <laughs> and like, he was real swagalicious. Um, yeah, I didn't really work out the first couple meets, but it's all good. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. in the process. Um, <laughs> sometimes you, you know, so, and see, that's, that's the part of the thug. You want to still be humble. Because like, when you look real good, you got that personality, you got a lot of money, like you're going to go ahead and get the ragamuffins. I want somebody that's still down to earth and that doesn't impress them. Mm-hmm. Like I want somebody to genuinely, you know, laugh at my jokes, hang out with me and want to cook me a meal and rub my feet. Okay. I mean, you know, right? Equal trades. Yeah, I mean, I'll cook if you rub my feet. 
I mean, you don't have to do all of it all at one time, but I definitely feel like if you're going to pamper me for one night or two nights, you could do that because you don't know how amazing it might be for you the other nights. Okay. <laughs> so if you want to find a little some thug love, hit the hit the ratchet spots. Yeah, hit the ratchet spots. And you got to be looking fine as wine. Fine as wine. Go ahead and put that one outfit. Every woman should have that one outfit that gets you in trouble every time you wear it. Mm-hmm. If you have one of those outfits, you need to get you one. And so mm-hmm. how do you do that? How do you get you an outfit like that? You do trial and error. You wear one outfit. You know, you know, you got to know those outfits are bangers though. Like I'm coming out here with the, with the shits. It's not that cute, classy vibe. Like that's cute or whatever. Wait at the brunch. It's that, hey, I'm sexy. I'm coming out here. And so you wear your, your, give yourself, you know, five to 10 best sexies. You wear that outfit. Every time you go out, you wear that and you give it everything. Put your face on, put the hair on, do whatever you got to do. Give it everything. And you strutting that thing like you own it on all your best fits. I miss going out and dressing like that. I'm like thinking like, mm, I remember I had that. Mm. Yes. And mm. then, you know, when they coming mm. for you, one night, like, dude, you ain't paid, like, it's like they coming out the grass on you. Then you'll have a couple that you'll know like, hey, this that fit that's going to get me in trouble every time. So you pull up at the wretched spot in that fit, get in that fit and be like, hey, just walking that thing like you own it and they coming for you. The thug mm-hmm. love sense that the thug missus has it. <laughs> thug missus. Okay, thug missus. All right. I'm with it. <laughs> with it <laughs> you know the song that's already in my head <laughs> yep. real ass bitch give a fuck by the nigga that's my shit oh my God. I remember when you used to say that all the time <laughs> I would have a moment and we start singing that song oh my god that's my shit <laughs> epic so send us your thug love dreams if you know a good thug and you just want to tell us about a shenanigan we'd love to hear those too yeah <laughs> A good thug love story. That can be the subject, thug love. Tell us about a time you had some good old thug love. Tell us how it went. Tell us how it started, how it went. This is where you, you know, the meme. This is how it started versus this is how it's going. What I asked for versus what I got. Right. Tell us. And you know what? That's one thing for you ladies as well. Don't be ashamed of that you dated someone like that before. Like we all had a situation in the past that we tried and XYZ, but don't disregard somebody because of their past situations. Figure out what you learned from them. So think about the past, ladies. I'm not talking about this amazing boo you got right now. I'm thinking when you was having a lot of fun in your 20s, 19, whatever, whenever you started and you was having fun. You met this person that was not your ideal person, had a lot of baggage, was not doing right, but you had an amazing connection with him or the shit just went left, whatever that may be. We want to know. Don't disregard those people. You could be married. You could be anonymous. We don't care. We don't got to tell you which, which, what had happened when it happened. What happened was... We would love to know because I think one thing I've learned, especially now, is like the, the things that you learn from those experiences. Like I, I learned some good thug wife qualities mixed with a corporate wife mama wife and an all-white uh entrepreneur wife like it's Mm. all in here right so when i come out the bag raring yeah right with with all the claws and nails that come from maybe i feel like 
dating and being a mom is a whole nother beast another beast it's kind of scary it's kind of scary it is is, but i would just say um set your expectations first and just know that you have whatever it is that you want and you just set that first like i tell people like Mm -hmm. it's either x y and z like i've met people before in my past where i was like hey you know i just want to hang out sometimes when i'm free and that's it. I don't want no strings attached or whatever. That expectation was amazeballs. Got whatever I wanted, dinner's date on my time. Oh, talk about amazing. It was mm-hmm. times ever. Then I try to date because, you know, tired of being single out here in these streets or whatever. I try to date. Then it's like sometimes the pressure of a mom and being a busy, busy businesswoman is not enough attention for that other person. Mm-hmm. That's hard. But that's why I like to be upfront, like, hey, I am busy. Even in the dating process, I'm going to be busy. So you have to understand, like, am I worth the wait to you? Do you uh, do you want to just get to know? Do you want to take less off my plate? To mm-hmm. make, like, what is, how is that going to coincide? And I've dated people that are just okay, like, okay, she's busy. And maybe, you know, it took a little longer to get to know, but if they know what you bring to the table, then they really can't deny that. And as women, sometimes we don't show them what we have to bring to the table, especially like in a first, second date setting. You know how I mean? so? How not? So it was funny. The same guy I was talking to about how he likes, you know, his women, daddy issue type shit. Oh, yeah. So he was saying that like women you know, and I can contest, like, we may have a view of a man or situation that we may want, right? We want him in this package. We want him to flow like this. We would like the career to go like this, X, Y, and Z. So sometimes when we're coming into something, depending on our healing process, our mental process, whatever that may be, we come into something with some type of expectation that's not really explained. Because in our mind, we just know that we went through X, Y, Tom, and Jerry. We don't want that. We want him to be elevated on this level, but we don't really understand how to crack him enough to know if he's that person because most men are closed off so men don't ever have an expectation of us coming into to a relationship they do they do they absolutely do Mm. more passive and women are not Mm. like be like oh oh i don't know oh you're not you're not six five so mm, six five or oh you six foot I mean, you, I, you just got a Chevy or whatever. I mean, you doing this to your one job and uh, maybe I'll, I'll see you out, but then they want them to go above and beyond to show their worth. And I've seen it happen. So I know Mm -hmm. it happens um, to some women, not all, not all women, Mm -hmm. but for them, he was telling me, he was like some women, like I asked her, like, you know, tell me some of her great qualities. And she couldn't really say anything that's like normal. And he's like, what's normal is being you know like caring for people I think he said like open-mindedness and um nurturing and he was like well everyone kind of has those qualities like what else not really not everyone's a nurturer and not everybody's open-minded that's not everybody but I guess back in the day not that you had to be overly nurturing but you could like have some type of something along the way some type of emotion some women could be very emotionless, 
but then have high expectations and don't communicate the expectations or want to have a high expectation. Like, I want you to do this. I want you to do this. I want you to do this. But then when he's asking for what he wants, they don't get the same in return. So like, it's a one of balance. Okay, if, I, if I'm not nurturing, then maybe I'm fucking Susie Bangkok. I don't know if I'm fucking clean. <laughs> you know, have a balance, right? So if someone asks you like what your qualities are, I mean, it could even be like, hey, you know, I'm a good listener. Sometimes I'm impatient, um, but I like to do this. But, you know, sometimes I'm this. I think that's the best thing for women to go ahead and tell them. Like, you know, I'm real, you know, I love to listen, but sometimes I'm impatient if I like what I like. Like, it gives them the mind to say, okay, you know what? At least she's able to see like what it is that she isn't good at. Because for him, he's going to think about, okay, I can be passive because men are passive. Mm-hmm. I over that she already told me so all right cool well shit I don't pick up all my shit all the time but you know will she clean that up for me mm-hmm. and he's like yeah. oh. but as women sometimes we just be like oh well let me see how the day go and you know, she don't say shit she just drinking and eating the meal like and that's I what see. for all the free dates by the way women y'all be at the date y'all want to have a conversation at least have a conversation other people want meals too if you over here not giving a great meal experience you take it away from the other meal I feel like I'm gonna that's gonna be me I'm gonna have to like hold back from fucking saying everything and then this 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 and then ease it in there you can ease it in there I feel like I learned that because okay so I talked to this one guy and for instance like we had a miscommunication issue and he was like look I didn't tell you x y and z and I was like you know you're right you didn't tell me that so it was my expectation that it was like a mutual expectation so then the next person I did, I was like, oh, okay. I learned from this lesson. Let, let, mm-hmm. let, yeah. So I tell him all the expectations, like, oh, this is what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm not really into this. I ain't really worried about that. And honestly, as a man, a man likes a challenge. So as you're thinking he's going to take it negatively, you being upfront and honest at the beginning, he actually likes that shit. It's kind of hot because you already let him know. You already let him know like, eh. I'm doing this and I want to do this. I would love to and make me want to have time for more. But instead, like what happens is women so reserved, like, "Mm, mm, mm." and then he's like, he's just going to look at you like like one or two things. Like, is this a sliced tenderoni? Do I need to put her on the grill? Open her up? Do I need to add some sauce? Like what I got to do to get this tenderoni in my mouth? What I gotta do to get the tenderoni in my mouth? Okay. So, not saying you gotta give him the full story of. Okay, like, okay. Ooh, is there a ghost in here? Um, just give him a little something. Let him know. Whitney's got another drink. I know. What's up? You got a bartender? I do. Bartender. You get a little bartender, y'all. I do. What did we say the name of this drink was going to be? Dito. Dito. Dash, what's in it? Uh, can you text us the recipe, please? We're going to post it. We have a name for it. It's called Dito. I got you. Dito. Dito. So check out our um, new cocktail post. We'll be putting that out. Dito. So you guys can make that at home or whatever make sure you email us the spots in houston we gotta know as well as any shenanigans uh, we appreciate you guys listening
Yes, thanks for tuning in. Episode, what, what is this, 13? 13, lucky number 13. Ooh. Um, and this has been awesome. I have yes. one of I sipped my gin and juice, talked to you guys about some stuff, and it made my day 80 times better. So once again, we appreciate you. Sipping on gin and juice. Lay back. I got that money on my mind. Period. Shout out to Uncle Snoop. Shout out to Snoop. We're rolling down the street, smoking Nando. Sipping on gin and juice. Lay back. On my mind, on my money, and my money, on my mind. Hey, we coming through. You didn't just have me right. I can't and, wait for hey, um, that uh, Wiz Khalifa wine. I mean, that wine, gin. The gin, the gin, the gin. Jenny, gin, gin. Henny, henny. Give me that twin, that twin, twin. Hey. Okay, Dash, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Until next time, we love you. Thanks for listening.